Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey everybody and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 77 and today is prediction day. We're going to do some prediction stuff. Sure, all right. Uh, but first of all, we got John and Jonathan Ornelas is going to join us from yeah. down in Round Rock. Um, things look a little different. Um, so uh, we can make one announcement. Uh, we can't make the other. Some opportunities arose for the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this is now the premier property studio. Right. Um it's a little, it's a it's a little more working man studio that we yeah, got here, yeah. but uh, we got another big announcement that's going to be coming out. It's a really neat opportunity. Right. Just uh, yeah. big thanks to Roxo; they were fantastic and all of that. But this was just a great opportunity that we couldn't. Sure, couldn't sure. Deny. Just uh, nobody made us an offer we couldn't refuse. But yeah, uh, you know, it, it's a it's a pretty good chance for us to um, kind of expand. Do some do some stuff and more advertising, more advertising, and, uh, and, and a little more, the, yeah. It's going to be budget friendly. Not that not that our budget was uh, ever stretched at the old place, but um, you know it's going to be interesting. It's a it's a new wrinkle, and and you're doing all the, you're doing all the hard work. I'm just the pretty face, and I guess I, I guess you're I wrote the eye candy. I guess I, I guess I wrote the check, but um, everything's good. Yeah, this is this is going to be kind of exciting. So, and, and more than anything, I, we we didn't want to go. You know, when we first started this thing, we were in my little home office. You were at home and doing yeah. that. Uh, we just wanted sound to be good, and so we 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 got the equipment together. Yeah. We're going to be together for every episode, yeah. no matter what, uh, and do this. And of course, our guests are usually going to come on through uh, through some sort of uh, streaming zoom. side yeah. to get them in here, depending yeah. on getting in. But uh, the new thing that's going to be coming up is going to be really cool. I'm really excited about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. And, yeah, uh, can't uh, make announcements till it's 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 actually official, and then when it's yeah. official, yeah, it'll um, be great. We're going to be, be happy about it. So. Hey, opening day, once you've seen this, opening day has already happened. Jacob DeGrand has already pitched. That's but, right. Um, it starts tomorrow. You and I will be there. Uh, yeah. I will be having a beer in the stands. You <laughs> will not be having a beer in the stands. Well, I mean, I could still go have a beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past me, but um, yeah, you know, opening day, it's it's a, a day like no other, you know. Uh, Holiday for me. I mean, it's, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, I guess. You know, everybody thinks that the day after should be. A national holiday, and I'd I'd make a case for for baseball opening day. I just sure. think that, and also the first two days of the NCAA tournament. But um, you know, it's people people get off of work, mm-hmm. kids stay out of school. Yep, um, it's a sellout. Everybody's undefeated, mm-hmm. and there's a ton of optimism. And it's it's the start of a long journey. And I mean, it is a long journey. And um, but there there really is nothing like it. And and. Uh, in in baseball, you know, maybe the opening day of the the postseason is a little different, but you know that's that's not all thirty teams. This is this is all thirty, and uh, it's it's everybody's chance to, to see the new product, and and it is a new product. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I know last year was a new product, but this is uh this and it's this probably isn't a finished product, but with the pitching that was signed in the off season, uh, it should be pretty exciting. Yep. And so, you know, and for Kathy and I, uh, Kathy and I have gone to opening day for, this will be 21 straight years. Actually, 20, because 2020, she didn't get to go. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I did get to go sit inside the clubhouse, or inside the press box, right. where none of us got to leave the press box, uh, right. because uh, they shut it down that year. But other than that, uh, back when we were dating our first year, we go. So she takes off work, and that's why I'm not working the whole game with you. Going to be there early. Uh, maybe do some live stuff from the field. Yeah. Just go live a little bit and talk see, about see. the atmosphere or something like that yeah. that's going on. Uh, get a few videos for the for the YouTube channel. By the way, guys, go <laughs> join the YouTube channel. Um, and again, this is our last spring training, I guess. Uh, I guess, deal. yeah. So, so big, big but, thanks to Premier for. Oh yeah, that's great, and yeah. and for for carving out space for us here. So they yeah. they become a a very good partner in all of this. Absolutely, very quickly. So we appreciate it and. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, this, I guess this is kind of a season preview, right? season predictions. Uh, John Ornelas is going to come on and, uh, you know, Round Rock opens the season on the 31st, the day after the Rangers open right. the season. So we, we, we can't ignore Round Rock. We'll get into the other affiliates next week, but, uh, you know, none, none of the assignments, they'll be out by the time people are listening to this, but um, that's always fun to kind of poke, 
poke at and 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 see and wonder and um anyway but yeah so well you uh, know i guess the first <laughs> prediction i would bring up is uh and i'm just gonna ask you this because because I, I i can't figure it out we got to look at this final roster spots <laughs> Um, cause I'm guessing at some point, look, by the time you've seen this guys, it's already happened. We already know who the roster is, yeah. but there, there are some questions at the, down at the end of the bullpen and also, uh, maybe with position <laughs> players, I think that's semi worked his way out. Although, uh, Duran has kind of, uh, poked his head back in, but I think he's making the, team. I think, uh, well, <clears throat> uh, Tuesday, yesterday was Tuesday and they played the Royals and I, I believe, you know, just wit- as a witness, uh, an observer, I think that Duran and Smith are both told they're on the team. Okay. Um, so I, I think that's, I think that's a done deal. Um, so really that leaves, you know, are they going to put Bubba on the roster? They are, I, I believe. Um, and then where are they going to, what are they going to do with that last one spot? And Travis Jankowski was still in camp. He actually had a couple hits. Yeah. Uh, in, in this, uh, Royal Royals, uh, two game deal. Uh, he's a non-roster guy. So we'd have, he'd have to be added to the 40 man. Um, you know, they the the Rangers had had have you know whatever tense you want to use since you've already since the news is already out there, but had until 11 a.m. on opening day to set the roster. Um, you know, you never know. I've I've seen the Rangers make a waiver claim yeah. the, the day before, two days before the season started. When some of the rest to, other people to, get DFA, yeah, yeah, and uh, Christian Pache, everybody's been talking about that. Is he getting dropped by Oakland? I don't I don't know. Well, he's not out of options. I would imagine that they'd keep him. I mean, they may have to send him down, but oh, I mean, Keston Hura. That's who oh, it was. yeah, from the Brewers. From the Brewers. He, yeah, he, no, he cleared and got outrighted. So, um, anyway, there's always that chance, right? And um, so that uh, the Rangers will will keep keep it open. I mean, weird stuff happens, you know. Right. I mean, you can remember Chris Chris uh, Chris Jimenez or Jimenez. I can't remember. How he says it. Dang it! Great guy. Um, he. I believe it's Jimenez. But anyway, the way he uh, made the didn't make the roster, made the roster, it was a crazy sequence in San Antonio, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. Um, just little things like that can happen. I mean, the the, the one that comes to my very first season, um, the Rangers claimed Dustin Nippert. I remember well, that. <clears throat> like two days before the season started, and I think Wes Littleton is who got sent down. And, uh, you know, because it, it just – that's just the way things go, though, and well, um, so we'll see. We'll see um, how it shakes though, out. But if Jankowski <laughs> makes this team, that doesn't bode well. I don't think for Brad Miller. No, Brad Miller will be on the team. I think that um, I think Jankowski will just be around until Leody Tavares is is healthy, and then they can decide: do they want to option Bubba or do they want to DFA Jankowski? And I mean, you can make a case for keeping a guy who I didn't even think about. Yeah, they just announced Leody's going to be on the IL to start it, which we kind of figured. Yeah, right. So that's that spot. uh, Okay. um, You know, they'll they'll have a choice, you know, and and I think think Leody can play for the first time on April 8th. Right. Um, There's no real need to rush it, but at that point, someone's got to go, and it could be Bubba who gets options. It could be Duran. It could be Smith. Right. um, Or they could just keep um, Bubba and then – ways with Mr. Jankowski. So, yeah, but to get those roster spots, 40 man spots, they might need one for, uh, 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 Ian Kennedy. Yeah. Um, Jankowski would need one. Glenn Otto is looking like a 60 day IL guy. Well, that helps. That's one. <laughs> so that's one, uh, really they aren't, they don't seem to know what the heck is going on with Jake Odorizzi. So, uh, that could be another one. Although, you know, I don't, I don't know if you want to put, put both of them on, but, um, that may just be how they do it. I mean, there are there are players they could DFA unless they finally do something with Spores, who seems to be playing uh, yeah. DFA Jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, what I call that, it. That could Jiu-jitsu. be that could be a DFA. Um, they could also find something medically wrong with him. Um, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be the wouldn't be the first time. I mean, his command has been off, so maybe that or there's a physical reason for that. I don't know. Um, and then um, you know there is always just straight DFA a guy, but right. <clears throat> they just don't have a, a, a real clerk, a candidate for that. So, um, but that's where they are. I mean, they, you know, they've loaded up their roster with prospects and you know, protected them on the 40 man, which makes sense. But 
you just don't have a ton of flexibility that way. So okay. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Okay, but. that's roster. So now let's go into I think we, we basically. I don't think we cleared anything up. Yeah, I, know, I don't right. think we did either. I but think we made it worse. Uh, well, you now know the answer. So, yeah. you know, yeah, you guys exactly. know the answer now, yeah. but but we don't know if we cleared it up. So let's do get into predictions. Where do you think the Rangers finish in the West? I mean, it's a heck of a division. I know it, it is. It really, really is. Um, you know, I could see them finishing. Uh, in, honestly, if everything goes right, they could finish second. Yeah. And if things. They're still not the Astros, I don't think. I don't think so yet. Although, you know, the Astros have some problems uh, right now to start the season. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think the Rangers will finish last. Yeah. <laughs> I think the A's have that sewn up. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if, we, if you're being realistic, third or fourth. Okay. You know, I, you know, I, you know, everybody's not everybody, but there are people who are high on the angels. Um, and it's hard not to be when they have the two best players in the world. Right. Um, pitching is really, but better. people have been high on the angels for the last five, six years and, and nothing has happened. So, right. um, I have to, I'll believe it when I see it with the angels. That's my, that's been my stance since basically 2010. Right. Um, so, um, I could I could see the Rangers finishing third. I think third. I think I can I can really see them finishing above five hundred as well. Okay. So who do you have as we're going to stick with Rangers to go through this? I think honestly, um, I'm probably going to guess third too. Yes, they could finish second. Um, where do you think the record stands? How many games are they going to win? Uh, you know, I think they can. I think they flirt with the low eighties. I, I I really do. I think eighty three and seventy nine is realistic. I think that's uh, somewhere in there. But I think that that. In September, they'll be playing playing meaningful games if if everything goes Pans a, out goes according to plan. I mean, the the shit could hit the fan, and and they could you know they could win seventy one or you know, but I I, I don't think they're going to win sixty eight. I think they're I think they're going to clear that total pretty easily, pretty substantially. Um, and and then and if uh, everyone stays healthy, and everyone stays healthy, and and everything be in the fires eighties up to ninety. I mean. It, there, there's the, that, poten- the there's pack. that potential. Um, yeah, the rotation has to stay healthy. If the rotation stays healthy, they're going to be a real good team. Right. Okay. So you say 83. I'm, I'm the optimist. So I'm going to guess out there. I'm saying 87. I'm going right. to get to 87. If they hit, right. I tell you what. If they hit 87, I think they are a wild card team. Well, I think, I think 86 was. Uh, I think Tampa won 86 last year. Okay. And that that was the bottom. But two years ago, the bottom was 90. Yes, absolutely. So you got. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I, 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 think, I, I think 91 was the bottom. 90 didn't get you there. Okay, who's the Rangers MVP? Uh, I think it's going to be Corey Seager. Uh, I I know that's an easy choice, but I think the, the banning of the shift um, certainly is, is, is going to help him uh, tremendously. And I, I think that whether he had admitted or not, I think every left-handed hitter feels that burden yeah. or felt that burden of having an extra player in, in the way. And – it's not. It's not there anymore. I mean, they can cheat. A, they can cheat the shortstop right up to right. the left side of second base. Right. But that's still not going to take care of a lot of a lot of balls are going to get through. Right. Uh, so I, I think that I think that he's got a chance, honestly, to be a top five MVP candidate. I mean, okay. I just uh, you know you can't stick the the fourth out. You can't move an outfielder over there because you know, the left fielder over there because he hits the ball in the air to left field so well. So right. uh, I, I really think that he's got a chance. To you know, I think he hit what two forty something last year. Um, he's got a chance to raise that significantly. Uh, with that, will come a higher on base percentage, more opportunities for somebody to drive him in. Um, I just, I just think he has a real chance to to be uh, the, the player that the Rangers signed him to be. I'm in the same boat. I, I, I don't see anyone. I, I guess if anyone outside of him, it may be low with as, as well as he played last year. But I think Seager, far and away, just seeing what he did in the spring. Yeah, we watched him play. You watched him play more than I did. But the, the games I saw him play, um, yeah, he was he was put he was hitting the ball hard and he was putting the ball in play. And the shift was something. I mean, look, yeah, it was it easy was to argue something. that some of those balls might have been gobbled up last year. But when you hit it hard. Uh, that that was part of Gallo's problem. He could hit it hard, but when there was a guy playing short right right field, yeah. I mean, it was basically just a deep second baseman throwing him out at first. Right. Um. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Who's the Cy Young winner for this team? Well, I, I mean, if he's healthy, it's Degrom, and it's and it's hands down. I mean, he he's just different. Yeah. He's just different, and it, it's it is, uh, it you know, is I amazing had, I to watch. I hadn't really seen, you, know, you see it on TV, but you see it in person. It's just it's just 
Nobody else looks like that. No. No. With ease that he throws yeah, the ball that hard. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Avaldi's a fun guy to watch. He's yeah. kind of out there. He's bouncing around. He's energy. He's ready to go. I mean, I think Martin Perez is going to have a good year. Yeah. A lot of good things have been said about John Gray. Yeah. Including by his peers. So that's good. And, and you know, Andrew Heaney, I, I still have have the visions of, of who he's been with the Angels. Uh, not who he was last year at the Dodgers. So we'll see how that shakes out. But um, I would I'm just, I mean, DeGrom's got a chance to be, if he, if he, the Rangers get 25 starts out of him, that's. He, he's your best pitcher on the yeah, team without well, a doubt. He's a Cy Young. But player. I have said that we have a Cy Younger in our midst, <laughs> and I think it's John Gray. And I think I'm a, a, a candidate. I didn't say, I meant, I said winner. I meant candidate. I think John Gray is going to finish in the top 10 in, in Cy Young votes. Well, that'd be I, fun. I yeah. think that, that he, and if he does, and and Jacob Degrom has the season you're talking about, 25 starts. The Rangers once again would have two people in the top 10, yeah. the way they did with Minor and uh, Lynn that year. Right. Um, but I honestly think that John Gray is kind. Of, he just last year he dealt with the nagging little things that bugged him, yeah. the knee, things like that. And boy, he has looked fantastic also during he spring. Yeah. And he runs it up there. Okay. So we know the MVP. We know the Cy Young. Um, this is not. Rookie of the year is real easy. I think we we both kind of lean towards Josh Young yeah, there. We'll go with Josh but it, Young. it it has nothing to do with my normal, which my second top ten is coming out pretty soon uh, of my list, where you can't have ever been in the big leagues. This is obviously someone that's been there before. But but Cole Reagans is another guy that yeah. could possibly win that uh, coming into it, depending on whether you know he's going to be here this year. It's when is he going to be here? Well, yeah, it is going back to our roster talk. It's looking like he'll be here to start the season. But um, yeah, you know, and things. Things always find a way to work themselves out, right? And um, but they are going to need rookies, young guys from the minor leagues. Duran and Smith are no longer technically qualify as rookies. I don't, I don't think Bubba does either. So, uh, but they're going to need young players to be mm-hmm. very, very good. But Young is the, I mean, he's going to be the starting third baseman. You yep, know, he is. Fi- finally on opening day. So, right. Um, we'll see how that turns out. For and him. he's looked good. But uh, he's yeah, good I mean, spring. he's he's going to be one of the best rookies in baseball. I know everybody thinks that. Uh, an Orioles player will win the the rookie of the year. Gunnar Henderson is and, and they, they you know sure might, but um, Josh Young's good. Yep, he's good. So I I think we're in agreement. I think Josh Young wins the the Rangers rookie yeah. of the year. I, I yeah. certainly see that uh, doing there. So um, anything else? I mean, you know what? Let's talk about the league. Who do you see playing for uh, the pennant in the American League? Yeah, I, I think the, you know, a, a lot of people are saying the Yankees. I think, you know, the White Sox disappointed so much last year, um, and they're all back. So I, I think the White Sox have a, except for a break, I think the White Sox have an opportunity. Uh, Cleveland just took had a pretty big blow to their rotation. So yeah, so uh, with, McK- with McKenzie like and, um, but I mean that's a good that's a good team. So I, I, I'm going to go with Yankees and Cleveland playing for the pennant. Who who wins it? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Yankees. I think, you know, I mean, I, I know I'm just totally dismissed the Astros there, um, but you know, they're they're and they're going to be fine. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if <laughs> if they go, but I don't know. I just want to mix it up a little bit. I like I, I, it. It'd be good for baseball if Cleveland were <clears throat> were to go to the World Series, and um, so I don't know what I just said. If I said Yankees, you said Yankees over Cleveland. Yeah, um, I am going to just be as boring as be, and I really think it's. It, it, I really think Houston and New York get back, and I think that's who it's going to be. And I think uh, I think Houston falls off this year. I do think the Yankees do make it. Now, if we go to National League, who's going to be playing for the pennant? Well, I, you know, I, I don't know how the how how it would shake out for this to be possible, but the Padres and the and and the Dodgers are, are interesting teams. But you know, I still I still like the Braves a lot. Uh, they have so much young talent locked up. Um, they're going to figure it out, you know, and they always, they have their, they have, they have the Ron Washington effect going for them. So uh, I'll say Braves over, uh, over Padres, Braves over Padres to go to the world series. God, that's weird. We're thinking the same thing. Okay, I've got it. I've got it opposed. I've got Padres over Braves. I think Padres. In fact, I think Padres might come out as a wild card and make it all the way to the World Series. Certainly possible. But yeah. uh, they're going to be good. I, I, I do think they're going to be good. And you can't dismiss the Braves either. Yeah, the Braves look good. Okay, so you got a National League, American League MVP? Um, you know, I I, I just think, I, I know everybody is going to be on, on Otani for this. Um, 
and and it's hard not to. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go with Mike Trout. I th- I just still think Mike Trout's a wonderful player. Uh, he hit 40 home runs last year with all the time he he missed. Uh, he he is just a he's just great. And and I know Otani is is wonderful and is doing things that nobody's ever done before. Um, he's also putting a lot of wear and tear on his body, mm-hmm. and so I would be a little concerned about about that. I, that's always got to be a concern with him. I know he's young and strong and a freak, but he's also had injury issues in in his career. So right. um, I'm not saying he's going to get hurt. I hope he doesn't get hurt. No, I want the best uh, players playing. Yeah, I would I would say Trout, and also um, I'm a big fan of Jose Ramirez. So yeah. uh, let's go Trout, Ramirez, Otani. Okay. As my top three. I think the Judge thing was the only reason Judge got it. Based, I mean, Judge is good, but I think the reason he got it last year is because he broke the AL home run record. Mm-hmm. That was fun to chase while he was doing it. He broke it in Texas, actually, um, last year. But I, I still think, you know, um, I, I still think Otani is the best player. I mean, when you can do it two ways, I like Otani. So I'm going to go Otani, Trout, their first two for All the right. Angels, and I do like Ramirez also. Yeah. National League. I'm going Trey Turner. I'm 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 sorry. I like Trey Turner. <laughs> Riding that World Baseball Classic. Uh, uh, you know, I I think that uh, it'll be Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, if he's healthy, he's going to hit a ton of home runs. He's going to run the bases like a madman. Um, so I I think that a you know forty forty season. They're already talking about it. Braves <laughs> are already talking about it. With the shorter bases, a lot more steals <laughs> yeah, are going to happen. So, uh, I, I I'll, I'll go with Acuna. Okay. And then uh, let's just do Cy Young, and we can get out of here on that. Uh, who do you think wins the American League and National League Cy Young? Um, I'll go with the league I know the least about. The National League, I'll say, uh, I'll say Sandy Alcantara repeats from the Marlins, and then uh, I will, I will say that the American League Cy Young winner is Jacob Degrom. I'll just, I'll just go out there and say it. Okay, uh, I think he's going to be healthy enough, and. Um, I'll think you do it. No, I'm going to change. I'm going to change my National League pick to Corbin Burns. That's a good Brewers. pick. Yeah, yeah. Corbin yeah. Burns is a good pick. Uh, I like Alcantara. Uh, uh, Corbin <laughs> Burns is who I really liked. I, I was I was wishing the the uh, Rangers could somehow. There was some rumor that they may not be able to extend him in Milwaukee, and maybe there might be a move to to do there. I think I predicted it in one of yeah. my GMs. I I just love him to death. So I like him. That's who that's who I really like in the American League. Um, personally, for me. I think DeGrom may have an inside track in the fact that if he is healthy and does what he has, there's also the storyline that this franchise has never had a Cy Young winner. It's true. And if he's got an ERA below three and the Rangers contend at all for the for the uh for the wild card spot, it would be hard for riders to pass that up. Even New York riders who were ticked off that he left. <laughs> well, I mean he's gonna I mean, every if he's healthy, if he makes twenty five to twenty eight starts, every metric will be there. Yeah, and uh, it'll be it'll be hard, you know, if 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 they want if you know innings or uh, starts comes into it, then then maybe that that gets muddled up a little bit. I don't know, right? But um, you know, there's I'm a I was a big I Framber Valdez, and Justin Bieber, Alec Manoa, all of the, I said Justin Bieber, Shane Bieber, <laughs> Alec Manoa. Um, <laughs> All those, all those guys are are, are going to be right there having really good seasons too. So, um, the usual suspects. All right. Well, that's a prediction one there. Uh, I think that we got to go to. Uh, let's get let's get Jonathan in here in just a second. He'll, he'll come in and then uh, we'll go down in the bus leagues and just touch on a couple of things because next week we're really going to get into rosters. Yeah, we'll dive into it and where they're going to be at. But Jonathan Ernest, right after this, guys. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or have someone manage your real estate, Premier Properties is the place for you. They've been serving the DFW area for over 30 years, plus they manage my property, so I should know. If you have any real estate needs, call them at 972-298-4000. That's 972-298-4000. Or go to SWDallasRealty.com. That's SW, like Southwest, DallasRealty.com. That's Premier Properties, your Main Street Realtor. All right, guys, and joining us right now from Round Rock, Texas, where he will start uh, opening day will be when you're seeing this. It might be tonight, actually, because it's Friday night, March 31st. It's Texas Rangers infielder Jonathan Ornelas. Jonathan, what's going on? Second time. Second time. That's right, baby. Second time. I love it. Hey, guys. Good to see you guys again. Thanks for having me on. 
Yeah, well, thanks for make, thanks for making the time for us. I know uh, media day today down there. Is it raining? Are are you guys going to be able to work out? Yeah, I think it's it's just fine right now. I just take a step outside to look at the field. Looks really nice right now, but uh, is I think it was it, if it was a little drippy, but I think that's just because they're they're doing some washing, some power washing. But I think okay. weather's all, all clear out there. All right, because I I was listening to the weather this morning and they said it was going to rain. The rain was down south on the on the way to Austin, so maybe yeah, I screwed yeah. that up. But okay. um, yeah, anyway, so you're just coming off your first big league camp. Uh, I just want to know what was that experience like for you? I mean, it was, it was amazing for sure. I, I think being around those guys and getting to learn from guys like Seager and Semyon and Adolis and everybody, honestly, it was, it was cool to kind of pick their brains about how the game goes, what changes, what doesn't change. And um, I just, I don't know. It's a cool environment to be in kind of interacting with, with the fans and getting people get to know you a little bit more than, than uh, when you're kind of down in the minor leagues. It's kind of, it's kind of a cool deal. Was there any anybody, Corey Seager, uh, Marcus Simeon? I mean, you play up the middle. Were those were those guys that you tried to dig into? Yeah, I did for sure. Both of them a little bit. I think I spent some time taking ground balls with both of those guys. Um, I think it was just it's they they both they came off really nice to me. They they treated me well. Um, it was cool to pick their brain. Like me and me and Seager kind of got into a little conversation about how he forms his glove. And um, it was a little bit different than how I formed mine. So I, I kind of was was like asking him why he does it, uh, what is pro, what are, the, what are the cons. And I think we came to like an agreement to where what he was doing and what I, were, uh, what I was doing were kind of like not ideal. So I think we kind of came to an agreement where I was like, I think we should both start doing something a little bit different to make, you know, maybe make the pocket a little deeper and get some more room for, for some error if, if need be. So it's kind of nice. So. So, so when he wins the, side, the the gold glove this year, he's got to give you all the credit, right? Yeah, I don't know if all the credit, but I mean, I may be in there for for some talks of, uh, hey, this, this glove feels great. So, where I mean, where are you? Is shortstop still where you want to be? Where you feel most comfortable? Yeah, I think short is for sure where I feel the most comfortable. Just coming off of last year, since I played eighty, ninety games there, but. Honestly, anywhere up the middle is is my favorite. Third base, I'm I'm getting still kind of getting comfortable there. It's not the my the, the position that I'd say hey, I I want to play third base every day, but I mean mm-hmm. if I need to play there, I'll I'll make it happen. You know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've heard a lot of great things about you at third. Honestly, I mean, I think you're good wherever they put you. Um, they did, but you didn't play outfield, right? In spring training, you just stayed on the dirt. Yeah, I got told to be ready to play some outfit in spring, but I took some reps out there. I did everything when I needed, like during practice and stuff. But I don't know, during spring, I didn't get an inning in uh, in the outfield, but I did a couple of games in Frisco. So, yeah, so you could do it. Yeah, I got some experience out He's there. Athletic, he could do it. Of course, he can do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a, so so you you head now to 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 Round Rock. You spent all year last year at Frisco. Last time you were on the show, you were not on the forty man roster, and now and now you are. Do you feel like you are closing in on on the major leagues? I just try to keep like the things that I can control that I can control. It's kind of hard to to deal with that kind of stuff, you know. It's kind of say it's hard to put a time like a you know what I mean like a hey I feel super close to the big leagues. This just happened. Of course, it's a it's a step in the right direction. But I think there's still things I got to do and things I got to learn. Um, so I think it's a step in the right direction. But I but I wouldn't say that it's oh I'm I'm there. It's kind of yeah. like a hey I, I love that the team like thinks highly of me in that position, and so I'm gonna keep working my tail off to to prove them right. I mean the 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 team that Round Rock's gonna have is gonna be should be very, very, very good. I mean, it's okay. going to be a lot of the guys who won the Texas league with you last year in Frisco. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got, you got Foscu, Krim. I don't want to leave anybody out, so I'm just going to stop there, but Bradford. it seems <laughs> like, it seems like that's a pretty good, a pretty good nucleus there. Yeah. I think especially even coming into this year, I think the chemistry is going to be like pretty legit from, from the beginning. I mean, guys like even guys that weren't necessarily in Frisco at all last year, guys like Sam Huff and like, guys like Palumbo, Kyle Cody, Barlow, all these different kind of guys. Like, I mean, they bring so much to the table. And even though we haven't spent that much time together, I feel like they know other guys that maybe I don't know as well. So their chemistry will kind of build on the chemistry that me and a couple other guys already have. And I think we'll, we'll all mesh pretty well together. And we should be able to do some pretty special things this year in Red Rock. Now, 
the the travel the travel gets different when you get to AAA. Are you are you? I'm sure there there may be a, a a bus ride or two in there, but are you are you glad to leave the bus mostly behind? So I've heard some some pros and cons to to the flying part. You know, I heard that getting on some red eye flights isn't exactly ideal. <laughs> so I mean, I don't have any complaints about the bus. I'm I just I'm not a big guy who can sleep on planes on buses or anything i kind of i don't know i just i don't do well with sleeping in and moving vehicles so mm. i i just i think i'm going to try to do what i've always done and and i mean i try to sleep but i probably won't be able to so if i just watch movies listen to some music try to dial in maybe listen to, to a couple podcasts like your guys you know yeah there you go tell tell spread the word yeah spread the word i'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been on a red eye uh no i have not yeah, it's 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 different. I mean, it's yeah. and and like the uh, I've been on several, and and like the people who are coming from the West Coast, you know, they're they're kind of they're kind of wired still, yeah. and and the people who are you know know that they have stuff they got to do in the morning uh, when they land. You're trying to get get some sleep, and it's like one time I was next to this gal, all she did was talk. And I, you know, and I, I can, unlike you, Jonathan, I can sleep on a plane and it drove me crazy, but they, you know, they turn off the lights, it's dark, Yeah. but she turned on that light and she just wanted to talk. And I, I, uh, I didn't have the heart to tell her to shut up, please, please be quiet. But so you uh, just sat through it, huh? So I just, I just grinded right through it and didn't sleep a lot. But hey, if you have uh, any, any tips or tricks to, to try to get me to sleep on a plane or, you know, any, <laughs> tips for, for those red eye flights, you know, know what you need to do? To take them. you need to dial into the engine. Because they'll, they'll run the engine from the start. So when you land, you just kind of find the hum. And it that's what always gets me. The hum the hum of the engine. I don't know. Maybe I'm just relaxed if the engine's actually working. Maybe that's it. <laughs> but it just puts me out. I mean, I'll, I'll fall asleep before takeoff, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will fall, fall asleep before takeoff. takeoff. Yeah. So hey, I can. Hey, Jonathan, you're like me. Uh, look, you can ask my wife, anybody. I cannot sleep on a plane or... We took a train one time. I couldn't sleep on the train, even though the seat went back. It's just something about it. I can't fall asleep. Um, I'll intermittently, maybe for 10 minutes, but I'm immediately something will happen and I'll wake yeah. up. Well, yeah. It's a new challenge for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Got to learn how to overcome that one too, huh? <laughs> yeah. So well, who are you rooming with? You got a roommate? Yeah. So right now in the hotel, it's just me and Sam Puff. Um, oh, okay. So that's, that's nice. You know, I, I, it's nice having your own room, but then again, I kind of get a little lonely sometimes. So I kind of like having somebody to chat with and, and talk with, especially him, since I really get along with Samuel. You know, I've got a lot to relate to at Arizona, both Arizona right. boys. So right. we spent some good times together. And then um, when we move into our apartment here on the 31st, I'm living with Sam. So it should, okay. should be a good time. Yeah. Is he going to have his dogs? He has cats too, right? He has, he does. He has two cats and a dog, but I think he's only bringing the dog, which I'm really excited about. I like cats, but I'm not the biggest fan of cats. I'm a real big fan of dogs, and I really like his dog. It's, it's people like named John. We, we don't. don't we're, we're bigger dog people than we are cat people. That's I'm allergic. Just, I'm allergic to cats. Oh yeah, cats, cats, my cats, wife is. My cats, wife is cats will kill me too. If I'm around a cat too long, I'll blow up. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I, I'm serious. It, it'll it'll shut. Did Sam shut, get married? Not yet. Not yet. He's got a girl in the DFW. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, so, and, and then one other thing you did this off season that, that, that kind of hit on was the, uh, the Rangers university. I wanted to get into that. What, what, what did you study and, and, and how important is that for you to, to keep doing that? I think the program that I started doing was called health and human performance. And it's kind of basically kinesiology in a way uh -huh. to where I, I just think it's beneficial, especially because my parents are always, they've always been big in education. So I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to take, take their advice. Like they've helped me out. They've got me this far. So, you know, I mean, they must know something. Right. <laughs> um, so I just was like, let me take classes in the off season. I can do them whenever I want, which is a beautiful part. So I can go work out in the morning and then come back later in the day and do my classes. Or if I want to do them in the morning and work out later in the day, I can, all, I also have that option. Um, so it was just beautiful. Like the classes were kind of built, um, kind of specifically around my schedule and whenever I could get to the classes, I could do them. And so I really liked that aspect about it. I also really liked how the program that I'm studying is like, has to do with sports. So I can kind of learn about my body, not just about my body, yeah. but about, about the body, but also specifically like if something, if something's hurting or something's not feeling like a hundred percent of my body, 
studying that I kind of know what's going on in certain areas. So, okay, it can be this and kind of how to fix it or what things I can do in order to kind of get, uh, get my body feeling better. So that's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's if I, it, you know, it, I did not discover fitness until later in life. Not that I'm not that I'm an old man, but kinesiology and the body fascinate me. I just, I just think that, uh, you know, and talking to the trainers and then, you know, like they're, they're great with, the beat writers, you know, if something's sore, I ask them about it. So I've learned a lot about the body just covering the Rangers, but also, man, you got to know your body. <laughs> you, you absolutely got to know your body. I mean, yeah. Especially for somebody like you that's playing every day and, and, and grinding and figuring out, you figure out, well, why the hell does that it's, hurt? It's, it's nice for sure. For yeah. Sure. That's yeah. why mine's so big. I wanted to know more about my body. So, you made it uh, so I made it bigger so I would know more about it. Now I'm, now I'm mad at it, so I'm trying to get less of my body around. So and you learned all you needed. There you yeah, go. I learned all I needed. You, you learned know. it's not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, John, John uh, usually takes over at this point with, yeah. some, with some stuff. So. With some fun stuff. We learned more about you last time, just kind of where you grew up, how you, you know, getting here, your draft day. I'll, did we get into your favorite? I think we got yeah, into oh your yeah, favorite, favorite foods, foods yeah. all of that. But here's what we get in today. We're going to start talking about some of your teammates and have some fun with this. So I want to know on the guys you've been playing with and all of that, who's the best dressed of all your teammates? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a really good question because as of late, I have really been digging Clint Fraser style. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just, that's a given, you know, he's, he's a guy who really dresses, really dress. He dresses to impress, you know, okay. he's, it's nice. But I think that guys that I've spent more time with who I've spent a couple of years playing with before Clint, I would probably go, I really like Sam, Sam dresses well. Um, but the guys who like, I don't know, it's, it's just, there's just different types of, of like fashion, you know, like kind of like streetwear, but then there's guys who dress nice from like like western wear and then there's guys yeah. who just might show up in a tux one day yeah so there's like different type of guys that wear different types of clothes but i mean right now clint's my number one all right now i i think that we asked this question of lane crim yeah and he said that you were the best dressed uh-huh. yeah that's right yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he said that it might have, you might have also gotten the best hair award from him <laughs> yeah but he, he said that you got he said that you have a nickname called, they called you juicy juice <laughs> or juice is that it yeah <laughs> so you got something going for you yeah, yeah i mean i don't know i i want to say that i think it started in high school juice kind of started it kind of came along <laughs> in high school um along with a bunch of other nicknames you know kind of just just kids you know throwing stuff out there but yeah. juice was kind of the one that i was like i kind of like juice and um i kind of <laughs> brought it to life especially last year I, I got some custom cleats made and i got the juice box emoji uh, yeah. on the, my cleats so i'm kind of trying oh, okay. to, to stay with to stay with that juice like theme memo type of thing but um a lot of the guys that know me will call me juice but like it's not a really like everybody knows like oh when they see me it's like oh that's juice that's you know it's kind of just like jo jo's <laughs> my, the, the nickname to go to well you know the opposite of jo is oj if you were in verses so there would be your juice yeah there we know. go. Here we maybe go. it showed up. Maybe it showed up on the things I don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to love think. it. All right. Okay. So okay. So we so we did the best dress. Who's the funniest guy? Who's the one that cracks everybody up? Funniest guy. Funniest guy. A sleeper is is Nathaniel Lowe. Yeah, yeah real sleeper. He's he's a funny guy. Uh, I spent some time with him, and then we went golfing on on off day that we had, and the guy just cracks me up. I mean, it's it's funny. It's like it's like you wouldn't expect it out of him, you know. Which which I love. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's it's nice, but um, I think also really like someone's sense of humor that I think I really like 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 Kellen Strom and Blaine, like the way that they get along with each other and with like that circle, like them and Dustin and like when I'm around and all those guys, it's like when we all come together, it's always like funny. It's 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 like we can't be serious together. I got you. Yeah, got you. That works. Any pranksters? You guys got a big prankster that prank each other? It used to be Trey Hare when he was here. Okay. Trey Hare was always a good one where he would kind of like, he's been around the block. He's, he's a little bit, he was a veteran. So like he knew kind of what was going on and he, and he would prank some of the younger guys and stuff. So it was, it was pretty funny. It was not, it was always something harmless, something funny, but um, what was the best prank you saw though? What was the best prank you saw? (laughs) Um, Best prank I saw. 
Well, you're putting me on the spot right here. It's hard to think of something just off the top of my head. It's all right if you can't think of it, you know, but but I always wonder if there's something that you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that they did. Well, let's this. keep it clean, too. I know no, no, know. for sure. I think <laughs> maybe I don't remember who it was, but I think I remember. I don't remember what year it was either, but I think we remember one day we were at the hotel and um, someone had fallen asleep really early. And so one of us, like, I think we had all put in, like, our pullovers on or something and. And we're like, we're like dressed up nice to like we were going to the field and we had um the roommate, whoever was in the room that we pranked, their roommate changed the time on the clocks, had put it to like <laughs> like earlier in the day. It was like a day game. And uh, we went and knocked on the door. We were pounding on the door like, hey, you got to get up. Like the bus is leaving. You're late. And they're like, like hurrying up to get dressed and everything. And we walk outside and it's dark out and we <laughs> to get up. And um, I thought that one was pretty funny. That's pretty good. Okay, I'm going to give you advice on the greatest prank I've ever pulled that you can pull on somebody on the road this year. Do y'all? So you still room with somebody on the road? You'll be rooming with Sam? Yeah, I'll probably be rooming with Sam. Okay, so you and Sam need to get together on this. Go to Walmart and buy about six or seven little wind-up alarm clocks <laughs> and get in some one of your one of your buddies' rooms and set them to go off every two hours and hide them all around the room. And so every two hours, an alarm will go off, and they'll be like, what is that? They'll go find it and shut it off. And then they'll, by the third one, they're going to be scouring under everywhere to figure out where they all are or how many more are left. But I've done that a couple times, and it's pretty pretty, funny. It's pretty good, John. That is pretty funny. You definitely got to do that on an off deal. You know, you don't want to mess with the guy's sleep schedule right before you can. Yeah, don't don't do that to someone like uh, Lido or something before you start. That (laughs) probably wouldn't be be very good. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, so... You know what I wanted to know so far in 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 what you guys have played so far. Is there anybody any pitcher that you faced so far that is like he's just the toughest guy for you? I mean, maybe he's kind of come up in the system through against you, but there's one guy that just seems to have your number. Uh, you want to keep it in the organization or anybody? Organization. 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 The guy who I I think it would probably have to be Grant Anderson. Grant Anderson has my number. Yeah. I have a tough guy already hitting sinker sinkers, but yeah. I mean him throwing ninety five from from like super down low is is just tough. Like I just I just can't do it. And then he, that slider he has is just like super sweepy. So I'm like looking for a sinker and I'm trying to cheat to a fastball and and then the slider comes out and it starts middle middle and then ends up in the other batter's box and I'm just <laughs> looking like a fool. Yeah, there are a lot of a lot of. Some people thought that Grant would get selected in the Rule Five draft. So, oh, yeah, I, I remember a, we. I think, it's yeah. a, I think it's a big deal that he he didn't. Yeah. He's got a chance. Yeah, yeah, I remember someone asked Nolan Ryan that as a pitcher about some guy that had his number or whatever, and it was some obscure guy that wasn't really a. It, it was, I forget who it was, but it was. I mean, it was a name you had heard, but he wasn't like an all star in there. Like yeah. that. He's like, but whatever reason, that guy just could nothing. His bat would be an extra foot long or whatever. He could get get anybody john gray said that about suzuki yeah kurt suzuki could do that too all right let's get you out of here but i got one more and so any suggestions what are you binge watching right now what's something we can go check out okay i like that i think <laughs> right now i'm watching a show called perfect match and it's it's um i don't know if you guys have heard of it it's a show where they put a bunch of like reality tv stars all in one household and try to uh, have them find their perfect match in a sense so it's like it's like different stars from shows like Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, uh, The Circle, <laughs> like literally all these other reality TV shows, and they put them all in one house. And like is this on Netflix? Netflix? Yes, it's on Netflix. I think I saw – I haven't watched it, but I did see that pop up on my deal. That's so you, are you a reality TV are you re, a reality TV guy? It's it's just to me it's so bad that it's good, you know? Yeah. It's like a, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, yeah, you, I have gotten sucked watching. in when I didn't want to. My <laughs> – I really need to watch an episode of MILF Island or whatever it is. Yeah, to watch was, was a good one. That one was like it's so dramatic, but it's like you can't stop watching it. <laughs> it's bad that it's good. My kids were into that thing where you locked in the house and you had uh, they would stay in a house. Uh, Big Brother. They Big were into brother. that. And I got into that one season and I couldn't get out That's of it. It's been on forever. I know it. But it, it was interesting. I remember Survivor was the first one. 
still going, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they've got about 85 seasons now. And the first winner, yeah. I think, just, <laughs> you know, just went into a nursing home. I can't remember. It's, it's crazy about that. Well, Jonathan, listen, man, we really thank you for coming on again. We're going to obviously do it another time. I have to come up with some other fun stuff to do. But uh, anything else for him before he gets out of here? No, just uh, have a great season. Um, build on what happened last year. and uh, Hopefully we'll see you in Arlington yeah, this get, year. Get your butt up here. Yeah, that's yes, absolutely right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, All we'll right. see you soon, Jonathan. All right, Jonathan Ornelas, infielder for the Texas Rangers. Thanks, John. Yep, see you guys. Big thanks to Jonathan Ornelas for joining us there. And now we go down in the bus leagues. Not going to be a very long one today because we're really going to jump into it next week with there. Sure. Anybody you want to talk about? Any? I guess the couple of guys that may not make this team that might be headed back down to the to the bus leagues that are that were still in uh, Texas over the weekend. The AAA team was there. Yeah. Um, the last two the, days. The, the starting pitchers weren't there, but yeah, I, I think I think a lot of the guys who aren't going to make the bullpen. Um, and and again. We don't we as we sit we don't know what the final roster is, uh, but um, everybody knows by now. So we may we may goof up here, but yeah, like a, a Zach Latrell, uh, Jacob Barnes, guys like that who have major league time uh, and and have options. You know they're they're going to be the first guys who come up if if somebody's needed. I think that one of the things that the Rangers were encouraged by during the off season and why they didn't go out and sign you know, a kick-ass reliever is because they liked the arms they had assembled and the potential of those guys and some of the experience that they have. So, uh, you know, those, those guys are, those guys will be names to watch. Um, and, and, you know, when I saw them pitch in, in Arizona, they were, they were fine. You know, I, yeah. I, I just think that right now the, the point where the bullpen is with the, the, with the rotation short on innings with like DeGrom and Evaldi, especially they need the, they need that length. Yeah. And so, um, That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the AAA rotation shakes out um, because um, we don't know where Lighter's going to be. Well, right. Uh, as of right now, we'll know. People will know here oh, pretty yeah. soon. But, but now you know. But while we're saying this, <laughs> yeah. we don't know where uh, Lighter is. Yeah, you know, but you know, with with, with uh, Spencer Howard slowed, although he's throwing with with Auto injured, with with Reagans and Dunning looking like they're going to be on the big league team. That's a that's a pretty good slice of what was. Pro- you know, projected to be the triple A rotation in the first line of defense. Now they can keep Dunning and Reagan stretched out pretty good, but you know, that brings to the forefront a guy like Cole Wynn, who's on the 40 man roster, Zach Kent, who's on the 40 man roster. Cody uh, Bradford, Cody Bradford is not, but he had a really good spring and impressed a lot of the right people. He He'll was, be in triple A rotation. He was, yeah. He was mentioned by name by, by Chris Young. So that can't hurt. So um, anyway, so those those are guys to keep an eye on. Now a couple a couple loose loose ends uh, that I, I gathered there late in Arizona before we came back. Um, Dane Acker is not going to be ready to start the season, but he should be ready by the middle of the month. Um, he had a like a <clears throat> I don't know they called it shoulder, but uh, I think it might be kind of a biceps thing. They just had to get in there and work it out, and they did. And he's throwing. I talked to him about it. Everything's fine. Um, Owen White's going to break. There, were, he was dealing with a little soreness, but he's gone through that. Zach Kent is going to be ready. He'd had some bad luck, including some food poisoning during his first big league camp. Um, That's not an arm thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Zach Zach kind of dealt with a couple of things last year, but you know he finished the year so strong. So those, but you know, it's going to be, but you know, at just on the surface, on paper, the Rangers are going to have a lot of a lot of deep pitching they're, they're going to be deep all the way down you know um you know right now right now another thing that that i heard before leaving camp was that the rangers were deciding between kamar rocker and ryan garcia for, for, the, for the last spot in the in the frisco rotation uh so that's pretty intriguing um uh, they love they love what garcia has done this spring um uh, and and you ask you you could ask five guys and he would come up 
you know, five five different coaches or evaluators with the Rangers, and his name would come up right right quick. So you know who he's knows good. about him now is Al Leiter. <laughs> That's right, and Mike Maddox. <laughs> good Both work. of them know about them because of me. <laughs> um, but uh, Rocker, I watched him pitch uh, that last day in Arizona, and he he was facing the Royals Double A team, and he went six up, six down. Is is about as dominant as I've seen, and. Uh, uh, you know, if his if his fastball is in the zone, his slider's just it's that good. It's filthy, yeah. And so, uh, but Cole Cole Win pitched that day, and and he pitched well. Um, it was a pretty like I don't know, it was a star studded day. But Owen White pitched, and they were bringing they were bringing in some some names that you knew. So Bradford pitched that day. So um, I'm I'm curious to see how how their seasons go, and we'll get into that a little bit more next year. But um, it was interesting that they are thinking about Rocker for, for Hickory, um, and may, maybe that has something to do with Lighter starting a Double A last year. Yeah, they're different guys, but uh, maybe they don't want to make the same. I don't know if they think it was a mistake, but put put Kamar in a, a spot like that, uh, maybe make him earn his way to Frisco, which sure. seems like he is going to do pretty quick if he pitches like he did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an exciting time. Uh, I think MLB Pipeline had the Rangers uh, farm seventh. system seventh. Seventh. Um, I, I think it's it, if if the guys who didn't have good years last year have good years this year, and if they get answers on on let's say uh, Brock Porter and and Kamar Rocker and their positive answers, I think the, the system has a chance to to jump pretty quick. I know they're yeah. going to lose Young to graduation, but. I mean, yeah. There's other guys coming right up the and, pipeline. And Evan, you know, and Evan Carter had such a good spring. Absolutely. And another guy that they're talking about that Jim Callis is talking about is, is Anthony Gutierrez, yeah. who he seems to be high on thinking he could jump into the top 100. As things progress and people graduate, he certainly feels like this yeah. is a guy we're out on the cusp. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's impressive. We saw him. Physically uh, impressive. Um, and Walcott. But, but also, you know, a very, very mature, smart kid, too, and – I can't wait to see what Walcott does. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm still just enamored by that kid only being just recently 17. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. Yes. And how mature he was talking to you when we were there videoing it yeah. and then watching him hit a 107-mile-an-hour single yeah. left field, which was pretty impressive. Sure, sure. So, yeah, lots of stuff we'll get into next week. Yeah, and we're going to wrap up our first show in the new studio. We want to thank Premier Properties for putting this together for us. Um, big things are coming, folks. This is going to be fantastic. Can't wait for it for you guys to make the announcement. We'll have a special guest that's going to help us. Already talked to that person who will, oh, help okay. us, who will help us make our special announcement, whether it be on here or we'll get something out together. But uh, uh, that's coming pretty soon, and uh, we hope it, it all sounds the same and looks the same. It's going to look a little different, but uh, thanks to Roxo, it was great uh, with them, and we obviously have no ill will towards Roxo. This is just now. This was just an opportunity, and we're doing it, guys. Until next time. We'll see you at the yard. <laughs>